0: I smash on the way to the bag. Slim thick my taste, she bad. Let me get my bag. Sway,
1: sway, 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 sway. One car, they pull up fast. remove that blast. I'm dressed in all black. Match my, I think I'm shaft. Sway, 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 sway. I got let they mad. Ay, baby, say I look like dad. I don't really do much, really. I just pull up with a whole lot of swag. Ay, from the front and the back, now, we tip a tad, twelve
0: ears for two hours and twelve months. I'm ready to do the math. Hello, friends. It's that time once again. As you're listening to the PCAST, presented by CDE Light Band, Each week we take you around Austin Peay, the Athletics Department, occasionally the OVC. Thanks to our good friends at CDE. I am Colby Wilson. He is Casey Craig. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin Peay podcast, coming ever closer to the end of a wild spring, the likes of which we hope never to see again. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Lots to go over this week. I think we shall start with the level of excitement not seen in these parts in a good many days. Nate James. 13th head men's basketball coach in Austin P history, that's a big one. Oh, oh
1: yeah. Home run. Home run hires only for the Guffs.
0: I mean, it's, look, you don't want to win the press conference, but when you, uh...
1: Hire Coach K's associate head coach.
0: Yeah, you feel pretty good about your chances of winning both press conference and a whole bunch of basketball games as well. Especially
1: when the guy recruited Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, that's neat. That's, that's, a fun little, that's a fun little tidbit there. Those two are quite good at basketball. Yes, from what I understand, uh, they make quite the impression at the NBA level. Don't know, don't know. That's what I've heard. It's it's you're hearing it a lot more. You know, really. many fine people saying Ma- it all. the many time. Many fine people are saying it. This man's won 22 titles of like league or NCAA three, or
1: three national titles. One yeah, of the player, two three, of the coach,
0: three natties. Uh, won some titles over in Europe as a player. Holds the distinction of being the only person ever to win. Five regular season ACC titles as a player. Neat. I think it's neat. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm very much enjoying it. I've I'm I'm really this is this has been fun. This has been a fun few days where uh, we've we've gotten Coach James out in the community a little bit, let him talk to the people, press the flesh. Uh, I'm I'm more excited about his hire than I was even about Brittany Youngs, and I'm pretty fired up about Brittany Youngs too. Yeah, no, very excited. Would, would you categorize yourself as excited? I would categorize myself as excited. I'm very excited. You know what else was exciting? What was exciting? Beating number 13, Murray State. The Murray State Fakers. The Murray State Posiors. They
1: are the worst number 13 team in the history of FCS football, and I'll die on that hill right now.
0: I can't join you there because I can't remember when it was. It's been some years ago now. One of the prohibitive – I think this might have been an Eastern Washington year where Eastern Washington came in with some preseason hype and just got absolutely – That was recent. Tattooed.
1: That was like – that was the year we went to the playoffs.
2: Was I think it, it was. No, because yeah. yeah, they – No, because they, no, they, they, they
1: wouldn't drop them out of the poll for like the first five weeks and everybody's like, drop them out of the poll, and then they finally did and we're like, yeah, that's, they're like one yep, and four.
0: Yep, you're right. You are right about that because we were making some headway and it was like those dastardly – Eagles? Eagles. Yeah, pretty sure the Eagles Listen, with their stupid blood red field.
1: That Murray State team wouldn't be ranked at that and beat up on the worst teams in the OVC. Now they played us, they get Jacksonville State this next week, and they're going to get done up again.
0: Likely, yeah. Calling my shot. JSU by two touchdowns. I was going to say, done up by two. Oh, touchdowns, yes, yes. That is actually a, an updoing. The, the, the
1: Gamecocks are going to go up to Murray, beat them by 14, and the Fakers should fall out of the polls. Probably, yeah, because that'll be three for them by then? Two. Two, yeah. Remember, they beat up on all the bad teams. They beat SEMO. That's their only decent win. I'm still... And I'm still not sold on SEMO. I'm still very much on the fence of SEMO good. Like, I think they are... But congrats on beating Tech, who beat us, but not not good. Congrats on beating Tennessee State, and congrats on beating Martin, who also beat us, but not good.
0: Well, Martin... I'll give Martin... Martin's, I'll give Martin plenty of credit because they beat us at whatever amounts to full power. Tech beat us when we still didn't like everybody was still getting acquainted. Draylon Ellis was not Draylon Ellis right now. That's for yeah, dang nah, sure. Listen,
1: congrats on your, congrats on your wins, Murray. You beat up some paper tigers.
0: Speaking of Draylon Ellis, I mean that that whole OVC Freshman of the Year thing's on lock for him, right? Yeah. But if think, anybody
1: else wins it, we're gonna have to drive to Brentwood and have a serious conversation.
0: Yeah, we riots. <laughs> if, we riot uh, four times now, I believe. Four OVC times, newcomer, newcomer of, the of the week,
1: three times offensive player of the week. Uh, Grant Paulette first specialist of the week for the
0: Govs. Booted the, booted the longest two field goals by an off-speed kicker this you year. do have the cycle of OVC weekly awards. The game winner with two seconds to go on Saturday against the Racers.
1: Specialist was the only stone we hadn't won yet this year, so all four of them now. Yep,
0: got ev- got everybody. Got the Infinity Stones of uh, OVC weekly awards. Yep, time to snap our fingers and erase Jacksonville State and Eastern Kentucky from the conference. Yeah, see ya. I want to highlight Ahmad Tanner on also Senior like Day. To do that. Ahmad. I feel like has been an oft-overlooked part of – he's he's just there. And you know what you're getting. You can give him the ball. He's going to pick up four to five. You give him the ball down near the goal line, he's going to find his way into the end zone. But we have not featured him as kind of the lead back well, as often as I feel like it m- maybe we should. It randomly happens
1: because, like, yeah, in the year we won the won the league, there's the game where Kintel gets hurt, Prince gets hurt, and what does Ahmad do against Simo? He runs for two and catches another and has a career hot career day. That went untouched until senior day.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he it's like twice a year he'd around us, oh, Montana, good when you give him the ball. Yeah, like,
1: sorry we also have Kintel and Prince Mamadou and can't get you the ball as many times as we would like, but we're quite good at running back, and that's why it went this year because C.J. Evans, really good. Brian Snead, really good. Oh, they uh, – A Montana,
0: just <laughs> – Also,
1: quite good.
0: An embarrassment of riches. But Ahmad, 25 carries, Buck twenty two. Decent way to go out on your home turf. Yeah. Assuming. Assuming. Hey. Hey, hey, Amad Tanner.
1: The Pcast officially would love to have you back. I was just going to talk about this year cuz
0: assuming.
1: Oh, I'm saying the Pcast would love if you took that fifth year, Ahmad Tanner.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, look, we're <laughs> can, can who who says no to a veteran running back uh who could definitely break into the career top 10 in a whole bunch of categories rushing if he uh, elected to be back for another go Well, We're also talking about people that go, we hope come back uh D'Angelo Wilson
1: Benico Harley Cordell Jackson you know you guys want to come back and do this yeah, thing one more you don't time want to run
0: it back one more time nobody listen, says no listen
1: to go Pete cast fully supports your decision to come back and get a full year of football like you deserve
0: yeah deserved honored honored to be we'd be honored to have you and you deserve the very best correct at the hilltop of relays last week for uh, track and field uh, Kenesha Phillips set the school record. Caroline shooting won the pole vault. These two things happen with frightening regularity uh, these days. Those two are also roommates, and I want to uh, throw their hat in the ring for a uh, best roommate duo ever. Maybe I don't know. Like we've had some, we've had some doozies. You know, Savannah Amato and uh, Kristen Stucker. That was quite good. That was Chase huh? Hamilton and Dre Gleason lived together the year when they hit like 95 combined home runs. I mean, that's a. that we, we ought to make that some kind of poll or, you know, holler at us in the mentions or whatever you need to do. But, like, best Austin P. roommate duos ever. I feel like. Parker that Phillips
1: was, and Alex Sala solely because Parker hit 9 million home runs. Sorry, Sala.
0: Yes, well, you,
1: I mean. The light hitting Sala. The light hitting Sala. <laughs> he ran into one.
0: God, that clip will never not be funny. I'm trying to think of more now. Well, we want to hear from you. So, uh,. You know, that whole tweet at us thing, do that if you if you can think of one. Baseball. Last weekend, since you mentioned baseball a couple times, took another series at EKU. Starting to come around a little bit. Yeah, heating up a bit. Heating up a bit. The bats are getting hot. They're
1: swinging those sticks. Swinging those sticks. To quote David Weber, rolling the pole.
0: I'm not going to join you on that one. That's what David Weber says. You can ask him. I, I'm not going to ask him. Uh, the We'll get to the logjam jam in the OVC in the next segment, but I think we've kind of, it did not look promising early in the year, and now it looks more promising? We are out of the cellar, I believe. Oh, we are way out of the cellar. We're a couple games out of the yeah, cellar, a couple, a, couple fact. a couple out of the cellar, you know, just keep climbing, you got to get to four. Yeah, got to get to four. That's the thing, is you got to get to four, and it's a, it's Donnie Yee-haw. Yee-haw. Speaking of haters, softball, holy crap. Well, they won like, 20 million in a row? Uh, I think it's eight, eight, but, you know, whatever. That's rounding. Potato patreson. Yeah. Bailey Shorter, hitter of the week in the Ohio Valley Conference, which in this conference where everybody's uh, smacking the stick around a little bit, that's pretty good. It's pretty good you'll take that. Oh, yeah, quite good.
1: Then uh, swept Murray yesterday. Boy, that was a lot of fun. Ten innings in game one before Emily Moore walked it off.
0: You love you love it when good things happen for good people, and Emily Moore is the very best of people.
1: And in game two, hey, got down six to nothing.
0: Never say die. Listen, twelve unanswered, I believe, was the final. Twelve unanswered, which would be you know significant if it was like football, but twelve unanswered in a softball game is pretty significant. Lexi Ozowski hit a ball to the uh, to the to the goal on the soccer field, I think. Normally, I would say, "Well, that's hyperbole," but Lexi could absolutely do that. If she, if you told me she one hopped it onto like Craft Street, I'd I'd probably say, "No, you're lying," but I'd think about it first.
1: I mean, she just she hit one, and it's just like I'm sitting in
0: the press box. Like, yep, no one's going to catch that. That that go that ball go by, goodbye baseball, Softball. softball, whoever close enough, round ball smacked with stick. Speaking of round balls getting smacked with sticks, men's golf. (laughs) I'll tell you a segue. What a segue. (laughs) Down in Dixon, but not for our home event this week. Uh, Those dastardly racers from up north invading our territory. Find your own golf course, Mary State. But it was nice for our guys to kind of get out into some familiar terrain. Golf
1: still hasn't made it to the state of Kentucky. They're still in the, what, 1200s?
0: Well, I think every time they have a hole in the ground in the state of Kentucky... They uh, try and dig call out of it. Yes. That's a much better thing than I was going to say. Anyway, uh, Mike Bussey, runner-up in the event, runner-up for the second time in as many attempts at Greystone. Uh, Austin Lancaster, another top ten. Jordan Rodriguez, for a guy who went from playing very sporadically his first couple of years to in the lineup and contributing now, like another top twenty for him. Love to see it. Love to see it, man. He is hitting it as good as he's ever hit it. And Chase Cordy, coming on strong. He was the individual this week. I think it was nice to get him an opportunity to kind of focus on himself reset a little bit. He looked really, really good and a very nice final round for Garrett Whitfield. Team Twenty go without Cordy in the lineup. That's pretty uh, pretty good. Yeah, I mean a top a top five without Cordy, no Micah Nisley either. take it yeah I'll take that all day every day we'll wrap this up now and we'll bring in Seth Johnson of the football team for you very special interview right after this It's a late night show on the radio, going down the road with the Wolfman, lightning bugs all around. With one guaranteed week to go in this season, Seth Johnson and the Govs have a lot to play for, not least the chance at a repeat postseason appearance for the first time in program history. With so many changes this year, Seth and his brethren in the trenches have been a source of consistency, bordering on dominance at times. And today, he joins us on the Pcast. Seth, how are you doing?
2: Doing good. Uh, I'm glad to
0: be here. Let's start with your parents, because I know they are huge supporters—not just of you, but of Austin P in general and everything. I mean, it, your your dad and your mom are constant presences.
2: Yes, they are die-hard Austin P fans, and um, it's truly really been a blessing to have them at every game, you know, as long as I've been coming here, even my red shirt year, they haven't missed a game away or home. And um, they just love it, you know, love to support me and the guys, you know, even if I wasn't playing, you know, it was for the Govs.
0: How much does that mean not just to you but to them, like your teammates, the guys that have been around a long time, knowing that they're always going to have somebody in their corner and your parents?
2: Oh, I think it's a tremendous, um, you know, blessing for us because, uh, you know, I come in off the bus and I get a hug from my mom. You know, that's, that's the best feeling. And then she'll hug every one of my linemen too. So it's a, it's a great support. And, you know, it's just like having another set of parents for every guy, you know, if the parents can't make it. And, uh, you know, good to have somebody there cheering you on. You're recently engaged, aren't you? I am. Uh, my beautiful uh, fiance Bailey Clemens. Uh, Short engagement or long engagement? Do you guys have a date set? Uh, It's going to be about a year, Um, January uh, 22nd, 2022. January 22nd, 2022. So right after football season, uh, tie the knot. What's the, what's the significance of that date, or is that just... Um, no, first available date, you know, once football season's for sure over. Um, it's the last weekend after the national championship game uh, come the fall, so... So, you're,
0: you're making some pretty long-term plans about next year, just as a, you know, n- don't know what the future holds, but...
2: You but, you know, got to be optimistic, so... Yeah. Uh, you've already graduated, haven't you? I have, it last December. With a degree in... In uh, HHP uh, Healthcare Management and you're doing your masters program in, in uh, healthcare administration now. What's the plan there? So hopefully you find me uh you know a job in Nashville uh, working at a hospital or like a healthcare corporation, you know, just help running it on the administrative side. What's what kind of pushed you into that field? Um I think I've just been a especially it's like an influence from my parents who just always wanted to help others. So I think you know being interested in healthcare and just the health in general, and then be able to just like to help others, you know, provide them the best care and you know stuff like that.
0: This spring, obviously, was, has been, is, still weird. You're not used to playing competitive games at this time. It's, you know, it's odd. You know to do. But how important was it for you guys to be able to actually have this season and get out and defend your title?
2: Um, I think it was very important, especially, you know, coming off winning the championship. You know, we needed to defend our title, like you said. But um, I think it was a good opportunity for us to grow, and I think we've clearly shown that this season, you know, especially having our young quarterback, um, you know, his first, you know, games this year, and I think he's really progressed. And I think it's helped the team become closer in general. Um, And I've never been a part of a team this close, you know, usually every you have your clicks of position groups or side of the ball, but it's it's everybody together, and it's, I think it's really helped our team, and I think it's going to translate into the fall.
0: Do you feel like you guys have all kind of banded together because you're you're shorthanded, you know, with opt-outs and injuries and everything else? I mean, the line especially, you guys have practically no depth right now.
2: Yeah, uh, we most definitely have banded together. You know, I think that with uh, Walden's culture, he's built with the team. I think everybody's really bought in, and I think that's what's helped us lead to the success we have now.
0: The whole – three coaches, three head coaches in the last, what, ten months? That can't have been easy. How did you guys navigate that?
2: It's definitely not easy, but um, looking back on it, I think we just leaned on our brotherhood, um, you know. Because now, coming in, I was with a lot of coaches, like, oh, I'm excited to play for these coaches for four years, and then coaches, you know, gone, new jobs, and had to realize that, you know, you're going to play for your coaches, but really you're playing for your brothers and the school, you know, that's why you choose the school you go to, um, you know, so.
0: Looking back now, knowing what you know, would you have approached your recruitment any different if you'd kind of had more of a mindset of, hey, this is a business, the people that are recruiting me right now may not have anything to do with what's going on three, four years from now?
2: Um, really, I wouldn't have changed anything because, you know, it had been nice I, to play for some old coaches, but, you know, the friendships I've developed, the person that's turned me into is really – been a great thing so I, I wouldn't change anything
0: you've been here for probably one of the greatest eras for offensive lines at in Austin Peay history I mean you look back at Kyle Anderson Hunter Schmeiser you were here with glass and Rock and Seuss and that group as well I mean just the, the talent and the
2: skill and the cohesion what did you pick up from those guys um, coming from them guys I think it just showed how to be a leader by example, for sure. Um, sometimes O-line was the most outspoken group, but you knew they were going to do the right thing and work hard and I think toughness was another thing from them, you know, just being tough. And especially, you know, later years, we I mean, I had to like rotate spots and, um, you know, Kyle, he played every position, you know, in the book. So um, I think, you know, the ability to uh, adapt and do what's best for the team.
0: When you're a top 100 prospect in a football-crazy state like Mississippi, how do you wind up at Austin Peay?
2: Man, uh, you know, I had a little connections from my head coach to um, uh, Coach Urgle and Coach West. But, um, you know, came on a visit back in my junior year in the spring, and, you know, just something about it. There was something, you know, what Coach Walden talks about, it's like faith almost, you know, believing in something you can't see. Um, at the time, you know, healing them just lost. Uh, they were going into their first year, and they ended up, you know, not winning a game. And it was hard to believe that, you know, I committed in that summer, you know, trying to believe, like, oh, why would you want to go here? They're not winning. But I was just There was just something about the place, you know. And there was something changing, I could tell. So, that's why I chose Austin Peay. And then, uh, you know, meeting, like, guys like Rock and Seuss and Glass and uh, Anderton, yeah, I wanted to be around guys like that. So, it was an easy decision.
0: Your freshman year can't have been easy because you sat. What was the the logic? Do you know behind you sitting that year? Was it just we had the
2: depth and we didn't need to necessarily have you out there. Yeah, at the time we we actually had quite a bit of depth, you know, and a lot of experienced guys too. So I mean, um, you know, just had a thing a learning curve really, and uh, you know, it was it was really difficult. Uh, you know, coming from high school, which I've always played or always started, um, that was really that was really tough. And I remember talking to my parents about like man, I don't know if I'm, this is for me because this is, this is tough and I'm not even playing, so like what's what's the point? But, you know, it just goes back to, you know, buying into a culture and, the, you know, trusting the process of, you know, just grinding on the scout team because, you know, I remember Coach West was saying, um, you know, all the best guys that turned off conference, they, they were the best scout team players, you know, so. And I just put in the mindset, I guess, do whatever I can for the team, so.
0: What was your main focus of work that year? Was it building your body? Was it refining technique, learning scheme, or was it just kind of the opportunity to take it all in from,
2: you know, a different point of view? Um, I think a few things, uh, definitely refining my body, you know, getting stronger, changing my body composition. And I've had some great uh, coaching staffs over the year, especially uh, Coach Campbell now, he's, he's really pushing us and, uh, you know, they have a good staff supporting us. And I think um, just learning the scheme, I knew if uh if I knew what to do and how to do it correctly, you know, I think that'd really help me. So I really focused on learning that. What did it teach you about patience?
0: Because nobody wants to be on the sideline and not contribute to whatever is going on.
2: And that had to have been difficult for you as what, eighteen year old? Yeah, it, it was definitely uh, you know, I learned patience quickly and uh and running joke with my family that the Johnson men don't have patience. So that was that was a funny thing, but You know, I really just had to sit back and look at the bigger picture, you know, and learn how to wait my time.
0: I mean, last year it all culminates in a title. You're a big contributor of that. Offensive linemen don't get necessarily the credit that they probably deserve, but when you look around at all the guys who are having success based on your work, I mean, the all-conferences and the player of the year stuff and all that, plus the rings, I mean, where
2: do you feel like you fit into that success? Um, I think it's just, you know, doing my job every day and being the best player I can be for them. Um, I tell people all the time, I wouldn't care about scoring touchdowns as long as someone else is or uh we are winning games. So, whatever it takes for me to do, you know, that makes me happy. And uh, seeing my teammates in success is a great thing to see.
0: That whole scenario was so whirlwind. I mean, the, we're, I'm reliving it now as we kind of go back into that same scenario where we're – last game of the season against Eastern Illinois, looking back at the game two years ago where we played them won the title, Bedlam, the whole thing. What do you remember of that period of time where you win the title and then you win the playoff game at home, and then you go on the road to Sex State and you win again, and all of a sudden your team goes from being a perfectly nice football team to really one of the big stories of SCS football?
2: It was honestly a great experience, honestly. Um you know, it was kind of just an eye-opening experience, you know. We were really, you know, grinding to get that first title. And then, you know, we had our eyes set on the title first. You know, we got to win BIU like you said. And then, you know, the playoffs, I think we just hit it just right, you know, took off. And being able to travel, to, you know, to Sacramento State and to Montana, I think that was a really cool experience. And, you know, it kind of opened up the program like, hey, we are a top program in the country, you know, and we need to keep building on that. Did it f- change
0: perception for – you know, like you said, people when you were being recruited were like, "What are you doing going there?" They don't win; they're terrible. What are you What are you doing? To now, like when you go home, people are like, "Hey, you guys are
2: great." Yeah, it's honestly crazy. You know, like you said, like people are like, oh, "Why would you want to go there?" And you can ask anybody in my class; they'll say the same thing. Like people are questioning them, and now people are like, "Oh, I watched you on TV this weekend," and I'm like, "Oh, that's crazy thing! Everybody's watching us on TV, and you know, they're watching, following us on Twitter." So it's it's a crazy experience. The offensive
0: line. At Austin P you guys are some eaters.
2: <laughs> who who puts it away the most? Um I, I can put it down pretty good, I'd say. Uh, based on the pass, Ryan Rocins, he could he could put it down for sure. Um, you know. I'm more the speed guy, uh kind of a talent of mine. But uh yeah, definitely Rocin who could put it down the most. What is if you guys are going out for like a team meal or something? Where where are you headed and what's kind of the the move? Um, I think one reliable is always Mexican. Um, can't go wrong with that. And then a few times us, uh, Ccs. You know, all you can eat. You can't you can't beat that.
0: Oh my God! Do the people at Ccc? You guys stroll in and just like,
2: no, fire up the ovens. Oh, exactly. Their eyes get big. And they're like, oh Lord, and they start firing. The, you know, cooking pizzas and stuff. But you know, it's funny. And the city of Clarksville really. You know, they really gravitate towards us and, you know, appreciate our what we do and stuff like that. So it's been awesome. Okay, so we're going to pause
0: for like two minutes here because Casey's on the way back with three Happy Meals and we are going to
2: race you. You could, And you can do it in under a minute pretty consistently. Oh, I mean, for sure under a minute. What's um, your record? My best is 19.63.
0: 1963. six three so not just do you have it like oh it's under 20 seconds but like it is very like it's basically a
2: 40 time yeah it's it's i've done it quite a few times but you know the, like glass and smizer and all them um they're the ones that got me into it because we went to, we all went to mcdonald's one day and we all did it and uh, i went last and they were getting like 59 i think max ewalt got it in like uh 49 and i went i had it like like 22 and they were like going crazy and they like <laughs> thought i had this talent so we, from then on, like, everything I eat was like, oh, how fast can you eat it, Seth? A cookie, anything. It's just it's kind of a running joke.
0: Well, we're going to give it a try now as oh, Casey Krieger walks in with three happy meals. Set, go. Oh, goodness. (laughs) That ratching sound you hear in the corner is Casey vomiting. That will make for some amazing audio. <laughs> I almost finished the fries. Seth uh, housed the entire thing without breaking a sweat.
2: Uh, Not my best time for sure, but you know it's always an enjoyment watching <laughs> others do it. I think Casey might actually be dying. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we.
0: I don't know if that's going to play in Audio Land, but that was very fun for me. Oh, man. Anyway, as I, as I attempt to. I'm going to finish the burger while we uh, continue this. Seth, somehow I'm going to segue into the next part of this. What is your favorite
2: word? Favorite word, ma'am. Um. Let's, word that's a tough one I guess uh competitiveness um just kind of just always been a really competitive person um sometimes too competitive in everything I do and my dad always jokes me about that so probably competitiveness
0: what is your least favorite word
2: least favorite word uh impeccable. I don't know why my fiance says it all the time and she's going to be mad at me for saying about that, but I don't know why it's like the randomest word I thought.
0: Who or what inspires you?
2: Um It definitely be my parents. Um, they've provided me with a great life and uh, just always been there for me and my sister, you know whatever we needed. Um, you know, they've always been there to provide and you know, obviously we talked about there's the you know the biggest fans Austin P and the biggest fans of me and they really enjoy watching me play and seeing them happy, you know, it's a great thing and and now recently my fiance as well.
0: What was the last book you read for fun?
2: Oh I don't know about for fun, but um just not for class necessarily. Oh, let's see here. Could it be a magazine? That's probably the <laughs> <first>. <laughs> I haven't read a book. It's not really a book. <laughs> Oh, uh, it probably had to be, man. Year, be years ago, it'd be The Hatchet. Uh, you know, is it the book we had to read in school? But I did really enjoy it.
0: That's close enough. What is your worst habit?
2: Worst habit? Oh, it's probably bad. But late at night, go and get a milkshake. I think that's a, that's a weakness of mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Casey comes back in and vomits again. I'm sorry. That's not supposed to be funny. But, man, he almost downed half the burger before just losing it. Oh, gosh. uh, What app on your phone gets the most use?
2: Oh, um, it'd probably be Twitter for sure. Uh, big Twitter guy, you know, a lot of following sports and, you know, just everything around the world.
0: What is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in?
2: Um, Terrifying, it was probably uh, I got in a car wreck uh, two years ago, the '19 season actually, I didn't play the Mercer game um, we were leaving the, it wasn't a too bad a wreck but the uh, you know, first one I've ever been in it was quite quite scary honestly um, we were coming out of this, this uh, school and a bus had waved us a go by around them and we came around this big truck it smoked me and my old roommate Brian McCann and uh, kind of, it's not really funny but I didn't know the time I hit my head on the windshield. You know, I didn't bleed or anything, but it was funny we a picture. You can see perfectly where my head hit the windshield. But, you know, um, I've never been scared of driving ever. But now since then, you know, it kind of like makes me a little hesitant about things. But, you know, luckily we were everything's all right. Um, but
0: What is your idea of happiness?
2: Happiness is uh, probably just enjoying time with my family, really, honestly. Um, you know, going to college is like, oh, I'm excited to get away. But, you know, as I was getting a little older, I realized that, you know, Family's always going to be there, you know, spending time with them, you know, so the best.
0: What is your idea of misery?
2: Misery is, uh, let's see, misery would be, probably seeing my parents upset, Um, you know, they just, you know, if they've been working hard or something like that and they're upset about something in life, you know, it kind of sucks, you know, if I can't help with them, that'd probably be misery.
0: What makes you self-conscious?
2: Um, probably just being uh, a failure to somebody. Uh, you know, I just want to try to try to be better, you know, not being disappointed to somebody. So I'm constantly worrying about that.
0: What is the most embarrassing song you
2: love? Uh, Probably be Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. How would you prefer to die? I'd prefer to die... Probably uh, doing like a, like a stream sport like uh, downhill skiing or uh, doing something you know, really adventurous. You know, just go quick.
0: If you're reincarnated, what would you like to come back as and why?
2: Come back. Let's see here. Probably like to come back and be somebody that cuts the grass for the rest of their life. We're really big into cutting grass. You can do that now. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I guess I could, but...
0: The state's always looking for, like, those people who mow the
2: side of the interstate. Just be one of those old men just riding on a little snapper lawnmower, just cutting the grass. The old
0: guy in my neighborhood who, he just cuts everybody's grass. is what he does. Uh,
2: what might prompt you to lie? Um, probably eating something I shouldn't. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> like what?
2: I don't know, like the milkshakes or... Uh, uh, you know, eating going out like fast food probably probably me to lie.
0: What makes you hopeful?
2: Um, I think my future and, uh, you know, especially my fiance, I think I'm hopeful about, you know, what we have in life and, you know, getting started in my career eventually.
0: What is our purpose in life?
2: I think my purpose is just helping others, you know, any way possible. Um, you know, that be through work, through volunteering. Um, you know, like maybe just like you said, my old guy cuts your yard. Um, just doing something like that.
0: Regardless of who it is, what is one question you'd ask our next guest?
2: Let's see here. I don't know why this question. Uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Very good, an old proverb.
0: So, you've mentioned you kind of your ambitions. I mean, heck, you actually got it pretty well laid out with you know the fiance, the job plans, but you've still got a year left, you've still got a football season left, right? Yes, sir, I do. What are your hopes for the rest of your time at Austin P. I
2: I think it's just, uh, you know, keep my head down and working, um, you know, and getting prepared for the fall and once this season's over. Um, I really think we have a special group right now, and um, the way everybody's bought in, I think the fall could be a really exciting time for the Govs. If
0: it's anything like the spring, I have no doubt all about it. Uh, Seth Johnson, thank you so much for coming in today. Uh, thank you for uh, causing us to undertake an activity that caused Casey to puke. That was a very special
2: town for me. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Mississippi moon
0: hanging in the haze. Wish I'd never left. On
1: down to the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mississippi.
0: A big thanks to Seth Johnson for coming in. Entertaining. Casey, uh, how are you feeling? (laughs) You know, I feel fine now. I've had a little bit of time to uh, digest. <laughs> I think what struck me the most was that you have you finished, you came back, you sat back down, took a drink, and immediately hopped up to go vomit again. Well, that, I, the it, I didn't unlodge the, the,
1: the hamburger that I was choking on, apparently. And when I took the drink of the Coke and it did not go down, I was like, okay, we're going to have to go try this again. Uh, yeah, that's what happened. Well, it's your commitment to the brand that impresses us all. My unwavering and
0: undying loyalty and dedication to the Pcast. Speaking of unwavering and <laughs> undying loyalty, oh, <laughs> uh, football finale at Eastern Illinois this very week. In case the stakes are high, a win makes the Governors five and two in the league. Five and two. Five and two in the league is going to get her. That's pretty good. 5-5 overall, it feels like there is still a chance. There's there's rumors abounding that the Govs, on the fringes of the top 25, 16 we're teams. We're 25th in one poll. 25th and we're like two spots out in the other poll. Yes. Need, need, probably need a little help, all things considered.
1: I think that Jacksonville State being Murray helps us. Uh,
0: I would say so. I'd say we jump ahead of which if Murray managed to
1: beat JSU, we would jump ahead of JSU. Right. I think that we have a better I think we have a better chance to jump a Murray loss than a Jacksonville State loss because of the name on Jacksonville State. That's ridiculous and probably accurate. It is, but I think some style points this weekend would help. You you used to hear about that all the time in the BCS. You need the style points in these games. Listen, you need the style points. No um it's not running up the score because the Govs need to show the playoff committee, hey, we're legit. So if you go up there and put it on the Panthers fifty two to nothing, don't feel bad about it. Well run and, the score up. Do and also do.
0: also here is this as well, going back through and looking at the history of Austin's visits to Charleston. The Govs have not lost by less than three touchdowns since two thousand eight yeah, in Charleston. Exactly. That was the last so, time we won. So we have some fairly significant uh payback to administer, thirteen years of it. Yeah, let's let's do that. I, w- I was there for some of these. I was there for the sixty three to seven day. It was not pretty. It was not fun. I did not enjoy myself at all. If we want a spot in the playoffs,
1: you're gonna have to go up there and
0: uh, put it, it on it, the Panthers. It, it's pitch the shutout and score seventy time.
1: Yeah, it is, it is. It is do bad things to Eastern Illinois. And that's nothing. Thing.
0: Personal, Eastern Listen, Illinois. Listen, if we
1: go up there and have to hit another game, win a field goal, win 34-31, I don't think that gets you in the playoffs.
0: Business be business, Eastern Illinois, and I'm very sorry about that. Softball at home, big weekend against Jacksonville State. JSU right behind the governors, on the top level of the Ohio Valley Conference softball standings. You need to – it's weird that there is so – much separation in the softball standings, and practically none in the baseball standings. But there's like, I think six teams that can make it among the four that are four spots for the softball tournament, and there's at least three who just, unless they win out, it's just it ain't happening. They're done. Contrast that to baseball, where I think was it four games separate first from last or something like I that. I looked at baseball standings. Yeah, it's, it's, they're uh, five teams at 500. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, Softball, they will also host Chattanooga in the midweek. Recently rescheduled the Middle Tennessee game uh, for, what date was that? Oh boy. It's the midweek before the UT Martin
1: series on the road. Because I put it on the schedule for the roster card yesterday, but I don't remember the date.
0: Well, let's go p.com for dates, news, and stories. Yeah, go there. Baseball at home to host Moorhead State this week. Hopefully, start to work out some of that log. Starting tonight, Thursday night. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, Thursday baby. night baseball, A little old Friday, Friday doubleheader. The action. old Thursday, Friday doubleheader. It's like it's Easter weekend all over again. And then next next week in the midweek, off to SEC Ole Miss. I'm excited to go there.
1: You're going? Yeah, I'm going to go. Cody and Vander driving up, and I'm going to hop in the car and go down. I've never been to the baseball field down in Oxford.
0: Well, good for you, buddy. I hope you have yeah, a big you know, time with that.
1: You know, last time me, Cody, and Van went to watch the Govs play an SEC opponent on the road, you know what happened?
0: I absolutely do not.
1: We uh, we beat old Vanderbilt. Oh uh, no, that was no. We went to Tennessee two weeks after that. That was two
0: two trips ago. Two trips ago. You know, it's your storytelling that's almost as impressive. I'm sorry, as I forgot you. about the Tennessee game. Your storytelling is nearly as impressive as your uh, digestive pyrotechnics.
1: <laughs> yeah. Excited to go see that place though.
0: We got beach volleyball at home this weekend. Got the North of Alabama here on Friday. UT Martin coming in next week. And the Lions, the Lions, and the we going, Wait, UT Martin's coming here.
1: I believe so. I thought we were going to JSU. I got again. <laughs> that's I got an email about beach volleyball at Jacksonville State or from somebody back at Jacksonville State. Maybe that's in two weeks, or maybe they're just getting way ahead of the game. Yeah, they could be those dead gum overachievers,
0: except in football. I guess so. Tennis, women's tennis, with a this is a huge uh, week for them. They, they got EIU on Friday.
1: EIU is 0-3 in the league. And right behind the Govs in the standings at 0-3 because the Govs are 1-2 in the OVC. So you drop that one, and you are all tied up with the Panthers. And then after that, you're playing SIUE, who's in the, the three. The, the Govs have four matches left. Three of the four matches are against the three teams directly ahead of them in the standings. The fourth match is the team right behind them in the standings. So... Four matches left, Govs are in sixth place, got to get the fourth place to make the tournament.
0: And uh you're playing the teams you're going to have to play to get in, so. Yeah, but I mean, you sweep this week against EIU SAUE and Belmont, at Belmont, and that's four and two in the league. No, if
1: you, uh, you you go three and one, I think you're in pretty good shape, but you go two and two, things start to get a little dicey.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you definitely. You, you,
1: you got to you gotta beat this EIU team to start. They're yeah, behind yeah. you in the standings, they haven't won in the league yet, don't let them win against you, and then. uh Catch up the SIUE on, on Saturday with a win.
0: We've got the golfs closing out the regular seasons this week. The women up in Kentucky Friday and Saturday for the Jam Weaver Invitational. The men down in Nashville for the Big Blue hosted by Tennessee State. Winnable. Litmus tests. A lot of teams in this conference will be at both of those events. Good chance to see how you stack up. Yep, can't wait. Wow, what Dynamite drop in, Marty. What impeccable analysis. Golf, it will happen. Cur- it's currently happening at a little place called Augusta National. Oh, hello, friends. Hello, friends. I'm Jim Pants. Pimento's and
1: cheese. I would like a pimento cheese sandwich from there. I think it'd be good. I don't like pimento cheese. Eh,
0: it's I, su- I assume that it's one of those it's things... It's
1: good, but I, if I ever go there, that's what I'm going to try.
0: You ever you ever do the what would you buy for ten dollars at the Masters concession oh, yeah. thing? Oh yeah. Because everything's just dirt cheap.
1: Yeah, you can get like two pomelo cheese sandwiches for four bucks or something like that.
0: I think I would have two beers and a uh, sausage biscuit. Uh, I, think have be-
1: I think the beers are four four or five dollars.
0: So the beers I- are four dollars. You get two of those okay. and then the sausage biscuits a buck fifty. I still got fifty cents left over. i get thought this
1: handy. out. Yeah, that's a good call.
0: You got to you got a call on the masters, you gonna call your shot here? Um
1: I really want my guy, Jordan Speeth, to win. I've always been a big Jordan Spieth fan. And I mean, he finally won last week. He finally won last week at Texas. Uh, he's won at Augusta before. I hope he keeps it going, because I'd really like to see him win, win one that matters. It's not the Valero Texas Open. Um,
0: they all matter. He got, what, like $750,000 for the yeah, Texas uh, uh,
1: Open? Uh, Justin Thomas is a pretty good pick right now, I think. but um,
0: Dark horse in it right now, Xander Shoffley.
1: I do like Shoffley. Watch out for Morikawa. He played good there in November, and he is... Did he qualify? I think he qualified. Yeah, I think he's in there. No, Shoffley's a really good pick. Um, Who's the other young guy like Shoffley's name? I can't think of now. Um, That's another Dark Horse pick I like. Oh, what's that guy's
0: name? Hold on. IS Dead Air, that thing that's so good for podcasts. I got to pull up the Masters app. The Masters app? You know the Masters app? Why the heck would I have the Masters Well, oh, Cameron app? Champ's
1: a good little pick. He's in, uh, He's one under right now.
0: Oh, Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel. Yep. Well, we will see what we shall see from Augusta. Wrapping up Major League Baseball's first week last week, anything you enjoyed? Uh, everything the Cincinnati Reds did after inning one of opening day. After
1: the, bo- after the top of the first inning on opening day.
0: Well, I'd say that that's
1: good. I had a great time. Five and one. Best run differential in the league. Best offense in the league at the moment. Uh, Jesse Winker hasn't played in three straight games, and we still scored 50 runs in those games. Fifty? No, a lot. excuse me. We scored 30 in those
0: games. We scored I was going to say, 50, f- 50, that is a... Uh,
1: Jesse Winker goes down with an illness. Not COVID. Just wasn't feeling well. A little stomach bug. And what does Tyler Naquin do? Four bombs.
0: Ah, uh, Yes. The the other, other, other person that Cleveland rude giving away for basically no good reason at all during the offseason.
1: I mean, he just walked. He was a free agent, I think.
0: Right, yeah, gave yeah, him away. Okay. They could've hand him back for a song.
1: Listen, Naquin, But uh, uh, he can't get all the credit. He he got hot the last two days. Nick Castellanos carried the team on this um this. As there's a drive to stand. deep left field by Castellanos and that'll make it a four left. nothing ball game. Listen, it's funny twice. I don't Cardinal, know if
0: I'll be putting this headset on again.
1: Twice in the Cardinal series, he hit home runs to left field that made it a four to one ball game. That's awesome. It, it was awesome, and you can't look at it the same way again. But uh, if if it, Castellanos it, hits a home run, now my eyes are immediately drawn to the score box. The thing about the Reds is, in my entire life, they are terrible starters, and they always go like one and nine to start the season, as they deserve. Or like the year that Brian Price got fired, they were like two and eighteen to start the season, like the reds are never good to start a season so like everybody's like oh it's the first six games it doesn't matter it does matter because this team's usually having to dig themselves out of a hole and i understand they're 5 and 1 and it's not they've only played six games but the fact that we're not
0: 2 and 4 like normal is a nice feeling how lovely for you i'd like to talk about pablo sandoval pinch hit jesus that's got to be one of the greatest jobs you can have as an accomplished major league hitter but you're far too fat and out of shape to do anything except hit, and so you just sign with somebody, and then when they need a hit, off you come from the bench, just smack one over the wall, and then go back to the bench, and resume not doing anything else again. That's a sweet spot. I'm enjoying the Pablo Sandoval pinch hit extraordinary experience. That's thoroughly. fun. It's fun. Also enjoying thoroughly Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah, that was quite fun. When you're throwing 100 mile hour heaters in the hitting. top half of the inning, and then smoke-bombing absolute piss missiles in the bottom half. 450 feet, 150 miles an hour off the bat. Off the 115 miles an hour off the bat, if it was a liner down the first baseline, would have killed the first baseman. Dylan Cease said, I'm going to sneak a fastball by Otani <laughs> up <and laughs> no, in. No, not. you weren't, Dylan. No, you're not, Dylan Cease. That was – the thing I, the thing that's always been present with Otani is the promise and hope of a moment like that in – the thing that sucked about the last like 3 years is he's made a paper pretty it, something is constantly hindering him from being able to do that i hope that's not all we ever get but man that was a special couple innings there on sunday night yeah arod and vasquezian did
1: not know what to say
0: no arod i've
1: he, Matt Vaskirgin was so much in shock he left the santa maria call out until otani was in the dugout like he didn't know Vascurgeon was almost speechless, which doesn't really happen.
0: Yeah. And Arod was, you know, A Rodian. Well he bet second,
1: so he probably should have bunted. I've never seen a guy with six hundred home runs want more people to bunt than Arod and Jim Tomy on the MLB network. That's just a side note. Arod doesn't want people to catch him. I guess. It's just it's weird that you see like it's it's the Arod and Tomy guys that are like, well, I'd lay down this bunt. Like, no, no, you wouldn't, Jim. Jim
0: Tomy has no idea how Jim to bunt. Jim Tomey,
1: you've never bunted in your life. Neither of you, Alex. I'll bet Alex Rodriguez
0: has bunted at least one time. Jim Tommy would... Alex Rodriguez hasn't bunted since 2000. I'm probably accurate, but Jim Tomey has never bunted not one time ever. Jim Tomey doesn't he? know what a bunt is, but he says it because that's what the producers tell him to say. Is it time for disdom?
1: It is time for Disdom. I think
0: it's time for Disdom. Let's,
1: let's, let's do some disdom
0: A new segment... Maybe semi regular that we're going to have here on the PCAST. Calling up Daniel Disney, sport performance guru, man of many talents, jack of all trades, and let him spin a little disdom for the masses.
1: I hope he answers in the yeah. middle of a lift. <laughs> I told him the call was coming. He had to answer whenever it was. He gets one shot. He doesn't answer no disdom this week. Ugh. it's a big big miss for all you fans.
0: <laughs> this is riveting. <laughs> I am so fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah! no disdom this week. uh, maybe next week. And you know what there will be an opportunity for this week? Some community service that you can find out more information about from Haley Meyer. So, call, text, email, go visit her. I assume she's good with visitors. I don't know. Anyway, she's got all that information, so uh, get her done.
1: Also, you should follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P. Or you can follow on our official Facebook account called Austin P. Governors. We can give a shout-out to our friend Robin for all the uh,
0: – Our friend Eric gets nothing. Also our friend Carter
1: for all the work she's doing. No, we're, Carter oh. gets less than that. Sorry, nothing. Carter. You get le- less than Eric apparently.
0: Yes. Let's go p.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey Cody, Bush, and myself doing things over there semi-regularly or uh, way, way, way more regularly than that as the occasion calls for. Hey, do you want to come watch the guys play baseball this year? Yeah.
1: You know what you're going to need if you want to do that.
0: I mean, access to that big hill over left field.
1: All right, but if you want a good view from inside Raymond Seahan Park, you should call Johnny Mitchell for a ticket. He's uh, the ticket He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. <laughs> oh, oh, two ring oh, Johnny, three, two ring John. Uh, also, hey, do you know that we've got a uh, two new basketball head coaches here in Stashville? Just come up. We've we've got them. We've got them. We're going to be rolling out uh, ticket information for both basketball programs and next football season. Your very good. So uh, be on the lookout for those. And when they come out. You give Johnny a call, and let me tell you, when you hit that
0: second ring, get all you're t-
1: going to hear is, Johnny Mitchell, Austin P. ticket office, how can I help you? Get old two-ring
0: John on two-ring the horn. Two-ring
1: John on the – get him on the horn.
0: Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website at letsgopecom slash podcast. Give us a rating review on the podcast, five stars, five stars. And if you want to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on-campus event we shout out. Help make the case for the Govs as FCS playoff team. Tweet at the playoff committee. Do it now. Or just tweet at us. I mean, you know, I'm at C Wilson two two five. He's at Senior Score Craig nineteen. Shout out J Lo's dad. Shout out Steve Willard. Shout out Bud Jenkins. Shout out the IPA at Kings Bluff. Love yourself. Love each other. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. Uh.
2: Stitches wanna lie, what? the snitches wanna ride, stitches wanna die. What? All I know is pain, what? all I feel is rain.
1: What?